So back in November 2020, when Netflix first announced that they were making a Korean version of Money Heist, I guess the first question that both of us had was, why? The answer is a pretty cynical one. They knew that yet another one of their flagship shows was coming to an end, and what better what better way to get the most out of the brand than by remaking it as a K-drama? Because... Hollywood streamers and studios are finally catching on to the notion that Korean content is very big business. Money Heist Korea made a lot of sense. However, the whole endeavor still felt a little bit like a cash grab. Now, I was still somewhat optimistic going into this because I was thinking, maybe it's an in-universe remake. Maybe it's not necessarily a complete retread but something of a follow-up of sorts. What I got, however, was almost a scene-to-scene retread of the original. Now, the show begins, interestingly enough, it starts with this geopolitical twist, right? It's 2025, both Koreas are finally on the verge of reunification, and the first step towards that is the setting up of a joint currency, thus the joint economic area in the subtitle of the show. So this joint economic area is built in what used to be the joint security area in the DMZ, there's equal opportunity for all, there's also a fancy new mint just waiting to be heisted. Unfortunately, None of that geopolitical stuff means anything. It's all very superficial. It feels like set dressing because all of it is caught up in this scene-for-scene retread. They're trying so hard to mirror the original, to be a facsimile of the original, that it loses any sense of originality. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know what? Like, I had 100% expectation that this was going to be bad. And 100% of my expectation is met. I'm disappointed. I'm frustrated. I'm annoyed. This... uh, I'm just making noises right now because this was so infuriating. I don't know what I was hoping for when it was announced, but I got the worst version of that. It's also because the original Money Heist was as close to perfect as a series could get. Yeah. And the reason why I say perfect is because it ended after two seasons and we thought, we're done. Oh, Netflix, you've renewed it for more. It's going to suck. You're just milking it. And then the writers came up with an interesting way to keep us going, oh shit, this is good. When season three was announced, I was very disappointed because I was like, wait, they're out of the mint. They got out. The heist was perfect. The ending was great. In the story, the heist was perfect. They pulled it off. The plan went mostly according to plan. Why are they going back into another situation why are they putting themselves there again and then episode one season three starts and you go like oh wait i get it now makes perfect sense why i'm gonna go back in which is why any remake of that kind of show needs to kind of be both sufficient and necessary it needs to either do something different or improve on the original in some way i know you haven't seen it but i think of the office as a very good example of that right yes. the english office 12 episodes, two seasons, was fantastic. 
the American office became something more. It became something mm. better. It started off by using the scripts of the original English office and then four or five episodes in, it went off in its own direction and it became this cult classic because it completely changed what it was. It kept with the spirit of the original but became something more. Yeah. Money Heist Korea had the potential to be that. But I'm watching yes. this and I'm thinking to myself, why are you casting people that look similar? Mm. Berlin doesn't have to look like Berlin. Actually, let me get to the cast because that for me is one of the biggest wastes of potential. Because you've got Park Hae-soo, Squid Game's Park Hae-soo, who plays Berlin. You've got Park Myung-hoon from Parasite, who plays the director of The Mint and is ostensibly the villain of the piece. You've got mm -hmm. Kim Ji-hoon, who plays Denver. You've got... John Jong Seo, who plays Tokyo, who is from Burning and The Call. She's the bad guy in The Call. And she's incredible in all of those things. And their performances in Money Heist Korea are great. And they're all very good. But they still feel like imitations. And that's the problem. Yeah. I'm watching it and I'm thinking, wait, Berlin's backstory is different. Oh, he's from a North Korean concentration camp. Surely that makes him a slightly different character. But then again, I'm watching the show and I'm thinking, wait, why are you just channeling Berlin from the original Money Heist? It makes no sense at all. Honestly, I am disappointed. And I think despite me going in predicting that I won't like it. And again, that's just me, my biases against anything that wants to try and remake the money, money heist because I thought that was genius. I was insulted that they were going to remake it. I was annoyed that they were going to remake it in Korean and I was already coming into it with that sort of level of apprehension. And then I saw the first episode and all of those things were met. Again, I don't know what I wanted. I was hoping for this to be good. I was hoping against hope that I would be proven wrong, that they would do something. And when the cast was announced, and then you find out that the the names of the characters are the same. And you go like, why, why would you do that? But okay, cool, fine. And then you watch it and you realize that it isn't in-universe. It's their own thing. They do certain things the same, but then they take Korean liberties in air quotes to do other things. And it's just frustrating and annoying and anger-inducing for me. I went back and watched the first episode of the original I Money Heist. I did too, yeah. Right? And yeah. it shocks you at how well the first episode of the OG Money Heist does more in half the runtime. Well, not half. It's about an hour 20 against 45. Yeah, it's close enough. <laughs> No, you're right. I, yes, I mean... I mean, I'm being pedantic, but I apologize. Minus 10 minutes, but sure. It does so much more in that first episode. There's, Absolutely, and, yeah. And there are little things where this version of Money Heist tries to be slick and cool, but it completely misses the point of it. Like in the original Money Heist, when they have their first briefing, they're all sitting at classroom desks. And it's a fun gag, but it also sets up the unlikely character of the professor. Here they're in a giant warehouse sitting on box crates and it's all a little too cool for school, right? But it misses the point of the professor and his class. And yes, it feels like a wasted opportunity. Like there is no fun aside where they're talking about why they're wearing these stupid Dali masks or in this case, the mm. Korean version of those masks. It takes 
multiple episodes before you discover why the professor wants no killing yes. and no blood. Meanwhile, it's a throwaway line in the first episode that avoids all exposition in the original Money Heist, but makes the point incredibly clearly. As soon as you spill blood, you are no longer Robin Hood's. You are just sons of bitches. And that's all it took for you to get to the principle and to the point of his mission. It's so it's so concise and it's so good. I'm going to explain my thing about South Korean liberties with regards to the remake. In the original Money Heist, just like in the Korean version of Money Heist, the series is essentially narrated by the character of Tokyo. In the original, when Tokyo is introducing the audience to the rest of the team, it's very quick. The guy who's checking out my ass, his name is Berlin. This guy is Nairobi. This is this. is this Done, right? All cut to mugshots, police mugshots, right? In this version, they overplay it. The guys walk up to a globe, flick the globe and go like, Oh, Denver. Denver's near the Rocky Mountains, right? I like Rocky because Rocky's a puncher and I like to punch. And then the professor goes, oh, but Rocky's actually in Philadelphia. Huh, Philadelphia, Phil, hmm, too long. I think I prefer Denver. I'm just like, why are we doing that? They did it for everybody. It just feels like, what the fuck are you doing? You're losing the momentum. This show constantly gets in its own way and just screeches to a halt. Even the introduction of Tokyo. Even the introduction of Tokyo. In the first episode of the original Money Heist, it happened so quickly. Boom, opening credits. And You're everything in. you need to know is within those few minutes. Her mother betrays her because the police are there. She explains what happens to her boyfriend, how love and thievery should not get together, which interestingly sets up the whole Rio situation. It's yep. all so fucking concise. And here's the thing. For me, it feels like the problem is they've seen five seasons of Money Heist. And they're trying to work backwards to all of this. Correct. Not knowing if they have five seasons of Money Heist Korea to do it in, right? There's a long overplayed out bit about Tokyo's backstory. And I love I love the setup. I think it's a very interesting setup that essentially cannot work anywhere else in the world. It can only work in South Korea because it's got a neighbor that they're not friendly with called the North Korea. And the fact that they're the exact same people. But in that opening sequence in the original, it throws you right into the deep end. Show opens, Tokyo's lying on her side watching a news report of a bank robbery gone bad where her boyfriend has died and she has killed a cop. You go, whoa, hang on, this is our character. Here, there's this overplayed thing about, oh, she's a North Korean refugee trying to make it in South Korea. Oh, she's being treated badly by the, by the travel agency. Oh, she has to work in a nightclub where dirty South Korean men are touching her ass. It just becomes a whole thing. What the fuck? Move it along. Sorry, excuse me. And also, the other problem I had was they tried to moralize these characters a little too much. Yeah. Because here, yeah. Tokyo is killing the bad guys. We don't want that. What made the original Money Heist so good was that these characters were both loathsome and lovable. So you don't know where you stand. You're watching the series thinking, I hope these people get redeemed because I really like them despite the fact that they're bad people. And here, by making Tokyo kill the bad guys, it kind of defeats the point. 
the first heist in the original Money Heist, seasons one and two, the character of Berlin was so maniacal. He was so villainous, right? But his redemption arc at the end of season two was beautiful. Pitch right. perfect. When you find out his relationship with the professor and you find out why he's there, all of that, you just go like, fuck, this guy's a villain, but I love him so much. I want him on my side, right? Despite him potentially having a sex slave during this hostage situation. Here, they're trying to set all of that up in the first two episodes. And it just feels like they're both rushing and taking it too slowly. They're also trying to create heroes where they run none. And I think that's the problem. The original Money Heist didn't set out to create heroes. They thought of themselves as Robin Hoods, but they also knew that they weren't the best people. Yeah. I think we're seeing too many redeeming qualities in these individuals. And for me, that gets in the way of telling a heist story. But it's forced. It's, it's forced absolutely attempt forced. at creating these redeeming characters with these guys. But for me, the biggest frustration goes back to the North Korea-South Korea relationship and the geopolitics that they've set up. I agree. Money Heist is supposed to be entertainment. It's not supposed to educate. But at the same time, Squid Game did that and still had an important message. And it did it really, really well. And I know this is nothing new as well. Like the whole idea of a reunified Korea. I guess Korean filmmakers and TV showrunners have used it as fodder for a lot of shows. Confidential Assignment, Steel Rain are two movies where they've kind of used this trope. And mm. the problem is over here, when we're introduced to the two negotiators, one from the North, one from the South, though it was great to see Kim Yoon Jin from Lost. I love her. She's amazing. Their relationship and their dynamic descends into the kind of standard procedural stuff mm. that we've seen in Confidential Assignment, in The Bridge, in Steel Rain, where it's just like, oh, look, you're all from Mexico. I'm from America. We're at loggerheads. Ha ha ha. It's just, it's the same old stuff, but in the face of what could be incredibly complex characters. You say that, but it's essentially taken off the table about 45 minutes into the first episode. The North Korean captain is like, oh, we're going to do it the North Korean way. We're going to go in guns blazing. Ha 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 Just save everybody. Fuck human right? rights. Yeah. Oh, wait. We're wrong. Call the other guy back. She takes over and the North Korean captain is just like, huh, I will now just stand here, cross my arm and listen in on the audio. I'm just like, you set up what could have been an interesting foil. You're right, Uma. It has been seen too many times. But at least there's something. Here he's just a glorified North Korean assistant standing there taking notes. And I'm just like, you've lost your most interesting bit here in the Task Force 10. Then it just becomes another play on everything else that we've seen. I think you can use the title, Money Heist Korea. Sure. And I think you could have leaned into the Korean-ness of it a little more. And rather than emulate a story or copy a story that's already out there, the best approach to this would have been to tell a new story using a very similar concept. Because at the end of the day, Money Heist is a heist film or a heist TV show. We've seen a hundred of those. And the reason why the Spanish version, in my opinion, was so successful was not because it did the heist part differently, but because it did the soapy dramatics differently. 
by the end of season five, I was just excited about the relationships between these characters and how it's going to play out because there's so yeah. much fucking drama. The heist almost became secondary. The drama that you mentioned is only valuable after having spent those numbers of hours with these characters. In the first episode of the OG money heist, as Tokyo is introducing everybody, when she gets to Nairobi, she says, this chick is crazy, but I love her. And you're yes. like, oh, okay, sisterhood, great. In the Korean version, right off the bat, Tokyo's like, Nairobi, I don't like her. I'm just like, you're unnecessarily setting up female drama in a crew of men. I don't need that right now. Why are we doing that? You know, it just feels like they drop that in so that later they can have a girl fight and the two women can disagree, which did happen in the OG Money Heist, but in season three. But also it was a nice twist to the fact that yes. she liked her and then they yes. ended up in this position. Exactly. Money Heist was a telenovela with a certain amount of drama and action thrown in, right? Oh, yeah. So why not use that concept? Because what is K-drama if not a Korean telenovela. Use that same concept, lean into the K-drama elements of it as opposed to trying to recreate the Spanish version. Mm. And you might have a show that is unique and interesting because right now, Money Heist Korea feels like a show without an audience in mind. It feels like just more tedious output from a soulless algorithm, right? That's the problem. There's yeah. no audience in mind. If people come up to me and say, oh, well, you know, maybe this one's created for the Korean audience. I'm like, well, you know what? We spend all of our time watching K-dramas with subtitles. I'm sure there are 60 million Koreans out there who have Netflix and can watch the original Money Heist, not just dubbed in Korean, but with Korean subtitles. And there is a better, smarter version of this show on the same streaming network. And that's the problem. At the end of episode one of Money Heist Korea, the first thing I wanted to do was put on episode one of the OG Money Heist. Because right now I can compare the two and that's the problem. It's not like the original was made in the 70s. I mean, season five ended what? Last year? A year, year? ago, dude. Yeah, you know, it's just like... December of last year, part two came out. Oh, man. And this is a terrible example, but it's the only one I can come up with right now. The Italian Job. The original Italian Job is a beautiful, funny character piece, very rooted in English comedy, uh, rooted in English caricatures of characters. They go to Italy to do a thing, you know, during a football game and they worked it all out. Fine. Perfect. The remake of the Italian job is nowhere in Italy. It's in Los Angeles. But the fact of the matter is it's still a heist with three minis as the most prominent aspect of the job, of the heist, right? So it's a terrible remake, but at least the American remake of the Italian job tried to do something within the vein of the original Italian job. This feels more like the shot-for-shot -shot remake of Psycho, except they tried to rewrite the script. I think that's a great example. A shot-for-shot -shot remake of Psycho. That Gus Van Sant version is just utter garbage. I don't know if it's actually been redeemed in any way by modern critics on a rewatch, but I refuse to rewatch that because it felt <laughs> so pointless at the time yeah. right yeah yeah the hitchcock version yet again is perfect so if you want to do something like that add something make it different make it your own meanwhile when i think about money heist korea and i think about who is going to watch it 
maybe there is an audience out there who wants to see their favorite Korean idols play these characters, in which case it just becomes cosplay. And that's all it is. Even then, even as cosplay, a part of me is wondering if they had just taken the original money heist, translated the script into Korean, changed the names of the location, would that have been better? Would I have been happier with that? Would I have been happier with a an OG money heist script in Korean instead? None of this North Korea, South Korea thing, just straight up remake, shot for shot. But then again, I think in this day and age, that's not possible. Like even back in the 90s, when we didn't have access to all of this stuff, there was no such thing as torrents. You couldn't download global content. It just wasn't available to you unless someone decided to syndicate it. And so originally back in the day, that's why you had Russian remakes of Everybody Loves Raymond or American remakes of British cop shows. Anything, anything of the sort only existed because of the way the market worked. I probably wouldn't be as happy because I remember seeing the unreleased pilot of the American version of the IT crowd. And that was terrible. <laughs> the comedy doesn't translate, doesn't travel into American. Even from English to American doesn't work. Which was the problem with the first four or five episodes of The Office. It didn't work because mm. it was almost the exact script used in an American context. And when the writers started branching off on their own and making the characters look and sound more American as opposed to looking and sounding like Ricky Gervais, mm. suddenly it became something completely different. In the beginning of this, I mean, this is not a spoiler. This is within the first few minutes of the show. The difference between Tokyo's characterizations is that at the beginning of this, she's about to kill herself and the professor mm. says, I need you for a job. In the OG money heist, she's on the run, but she's about to go back and visit her mother, not knowing that it's a trap set up by the police. Yeah. When the professor shows up and shows her pictures and says, come with me, you've got nothing left. The suicide angle changes the character significantly. Yeah, yeah. The original Tokyo had talked about how she had nothing left. And there was maybe a slight implication of suicide in those lines, but it wasn't explicitly shown. And so we've only seen the first six episodes of Money Heist. This is part one. There's a part two as well. Of course. I think it will be interesting to see whether they use that suicide angle in the development of Tokyo as a character. Because from the first six episodes, all we're getting is a retread of that Tokyo, but a Korean version. No, but it's not even a retread. And I think that's key here. For me, it was the meeting of the professor and Tokyo the first time, right? So in the original, the professor drives up to Tokyo, who's walking down the street, and he says, oh, you've got nothing left, come with me. She jumps in the car and immediately points a gun at his crotch. She immediately takes control of the moment. She immediately takes initiative because she's got nothing left. And that plays out throughout the heist. She's constantly putting herself in danger because you know what? She's, she knows she's fucked. She knows she's got nothing left. Here, there's a cool Korean thing. It's raining. He's got an umbrella. The light is blue. There's neon red light overhead. It's too cool. She's in despair. He walks up to her being all Professor Cool guy and says, here, come join me. And that tonally just feels weird. It tonally feels weird because it also undermines the revelations of the professor later on. 
Yes. If the revelations are the same. Because when we meet the professor in the original Money Heist, he's kind of bumbling. He's a bit of a nerdy guy. Yeah. He's got a secret, but we don't know what it is. The only hint we get from it is when Tokyo goes, oh, well, you know, he has no record. He didn't exist. He hasn't changed his ID from the time he was 18 years old. All of that stuff, right? So you know there's a mystery to the professor. But here from the get-go, professor's kind of too good looking and too cool. You can think about whether or not this is a spoiler because it bugged the fuck out of me. His fucking lair is in the back of his cafe behind some wooden slats. It's not hidden. It's not under some sewers. No, you can see right through it. His computer's back there. Oh, I'm going to the toilet. Oh, what is this room with all the fucking computers, sir? God damn, it's so fucking annoying. Burned me. It's a secret layer in a restaurant to which his girlfriend, who happens to be the negotiator, keeps coming to all the time. That happens to be closed also, by the way. Are you telling me she's never gone? What's in that room back there? You want to go hang out in that room back there? Why are you making me sit by this bar the whole time? You know how you go to restaurants, you can accidentally stumble, not even stumble into the kitchen, but you can yeah, stumble on the way to the toilet, the you're like, ooh, what's yeah, in there? Yeah, exactly. This is not even, ooh, what's in there? You can see the screens through the... Oh my God, this is so fucking annoying. It's just trying too hard to be cool and sexy which the originals, we don't know where his lair is. And that was the point because it comes back and pays off at the end of the fucking season. Correct. In this case, in this case, his lair is in Cafe Bella Ciao. (laughs) Oh my God. I, I groaned so hard when I saw that. I groaned so hard. Also, can I just say, my wife made this comment and she loves her Korean content. She's like, the music choice is terrible. The opening track is not as iconic as the original opening track. We don't know if Bella Chow are the Korean alternative to this supposed classic anti-authoritarian song will come up because that's what Bella Chow is. The songs are boring. I watched the opening credits once and then from that point on, I just skipped. When in the original Money Heist, I would always watch it because that song's brilliant. Anyway, sorry. It's terrible. I don't like this. We live in this age of so much content that it almost doesn't matter if part two is better. I mean, I don't think it will be given what we got with these first six episodes, but no one's going to give it a chance because it's such... It's so mediocre. No, but it's so tedious getting through these six episodes. Each one is an hour 20, an hour 18, an hour 16, an hour four, and it's just... It's long. That first episode of the OG Money Heist, 47 minutes. I know it was recut for Netflix, but it was recut in a smart way. 47 minutes and it moves. It's brilliant. And that's the problem. There is genius out there. Mm. And then this feels like those poor facsimiles, like the photocopy machine has run out of ink. And it's just not as clear. It's a faded copy. And that is the problem. I've only seen the first couple of episodes of Money Has Korea. Even getting that far was only because I was doing a review. If I wasn't, I would have quit at episode one and left it alone. And you're going to be pissed. You know why? Episode six ends on a whimper. Really? I don't know what the reasons behind this split is. And I think a lot of it has to do with Netflix trying to extend the lifespan of a show. Maybe it's not finished. That could be part of it. And so the creators need more time. But at the same point, If you know there's a part two coming, get the audience excited for it. End on a cliffhanger. 
give them something to get worked up about. It was the same problem with Stranger Things. And I believe with Stranger Things, though, I think the Duffer Brothers weren't done. I think they were editing it right up to the last minute. And that's why they had to split it up into two parts. But even with Stranger Things, episode seven, when it ended, I was like, wait, that's it? Like, I know two more episodes are coming. Leave me one thing more. Yeah. Like, leave me pissed and angry going, oh, I need to see episode eight right now. It's frustrating because of something you said earlier in the in the review was that the better version's on the same network and you will always be comparing it to that. That is the problem. I could not not compare it to the original. I could not, as I was watching it, I couldn't stop myself from going, oh, oh, they've moved that bit forward. That's interesting. I think in this case, it's disingenuous to say that you shouldn't compare it to the original because it's a shot-for-shot remake. In yeah, many ways, yeah, you're right. right? Yeah, and because yeah. they don't do anything with the new territory that they're treading on, the whole North Korea, South Korea stuff. In the case of things like The Office, for example, even Vanilla Sky and Abre Los Ojos, even oh. though those were shot-for-shot remakes, I think you can actually not compare it to the original because there were enough elements in Vanilla Sky that made it something different. With the original Office, because it became its own thing, it's unfair to compare it to the 12 episodes. Like, the American season had, what, 120 episodes, 130 episodes? Like, I've lost track. But it's unfair to compare it to a 12-episode, two-season BBC series. In this case, you can't help yourself. It's disappointing is what it is, but unsurprising. I was going to say, yeah. See, now the only reason I want to keep watching is because you said episode 6 ends on a whimper. I just want to see that. I might just jump into episode 6 because I know what the fuck happens. <laughs> just jump forward and go, oh yeah, Uma was right. This is disappointing. Money Heist Korea, bit of a disappointment. We don't know if you're going to be checking this out. I don't know if you've seen all five seasons of the original Money Heist, if this is even worth your time. If you like seeing pretty Korean people on screen, then maybe. But otherwise, you've seen this show before and you've seen a better version of it. Yeah. In fact, the only thing Money Heist Korea or its official title, Money Heist Korea Joint Economic Area, the only thing that's done for me is made me want to restart the original Money Heist. The first part consisting of six episodes of Money Heist Korea, is now streaming on Netflix. If you've seen all five seasons of the original series, this has nothing for you. If you've never seen the original series, go and watch that instead. If you are nevertheless compelled to watch this, then feel free to write in. You know how to reach out to us, GogglerMY, all of our social media feeds. You can also email us on podcast at goggler.my or send us a WhatsApp on the Goggler hotline, 012-524-5208. Thank you so much for listening. This is the Goggler Podcast.